1: I love that sound. This is a good one.
2: Hey everybody and welcome to the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast Waterfall Wednesday Edition. I'm your host Nick Johnson and we got a very special and rare treat tonight. We got
1: Dale Luganville on the podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for having I thought me. thought you were tired. This is great. Well, you said I was fired, so I didn't, you know, I just didn't want to make it. I didn't waves. expect
2: that you would, I didn't expect that you'd be listening to uh, <laughs> the Waterfall Wednesdays. I, I, always,
1: I always listen, especially the ones that I'm not a part of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, They're pretty good. <laughs> If you,
2: yeah, they're pretty good. They're, they seem better. I think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I may or may not have what been you, told you that. What have you been up to? Uh, a lot of, a lot of the that f word that you don't like. Been doing a lot of that. Not a lot of fishing, of, huh? A lot of fishing. Yeah, Oof. doing some traveling, a lot of working, but that has uh, pretty much come to a screeching halt. So, uh, yeah. So now my schedule's open. So. Yeah. You seem to have been doing some of that old uh, rock dove hunting, I see.
2: I sure have been, yeah. I'm trying to sell some pigeon hunts. How's it going? And just shooting pigeons. A lot of pigeons. I've hunted three times in the last week and gotten over 300, like 308. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, dude. Uh, I went out last Friday, shot 61. Solo, and then I went out today and I shot sixty three.
1: That's a good solo shoot, dude. <laughs>
2: that's really that is a, that's really that good. is a that's a really good solo shoot. Oh, like, I, I was sitting there. I, I was sitting at like seven today. I was I had seven dead pigeons, and I was like, "It's gonna happen, isn't it? Like, this is just gonna turn into a fucking burner. I know it. I just had that feeling, and then it was just flock after flock after group after group, like." It,
1: And did it follow kind of like, um, and I know you've, you've covered this in the past, but you know, you're like that first morning flight, you're not always too crazy, but that's just like, okay, whatever. But it's later in the morning Mm -hmm. when they're flying around is when you do most of your damage, right?
2: Well, I set up at a similar time, uh, for both of my solo hunts, which was at about 1230. Wow. You didn't even do the morning deal. I did not even hunt in the morning, no. Uh, in fact, one the the spot I shot last Friday, I was scouting, and I found it. And it was just a tiny little spot with like 40 of them crawling around on it. And I was like, yeah, I bet I could go there, because it was very close to my house. I was like, I bet I could go there, get permission, shoot it, and get 15 or 20 dead birds to use as decoys on tomorrow's hunt. hmm and then I was there for like four hours. I shot like seven boxes of shells. <laughs> I had <Holy> sixty. <laughs> no, I I shot five and a half boxes of shells. Wait, I shot sixty one pigeons. I shot sixty five rounds of ammunition.
1: Oh, you're you're. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> dude. Uh, today, today I set up so I was standing or standing in the standing corn or sitting in the standing corn. I should say. And I was doing left to right shots. Fuck those left to right shots can be a little bit tricky. Yeah, for a for righty. A, yeah, for a right-handed shooter. Yes. Uh, let's just say I had a couple of real good whiffs today. <laughs> oh, your
1: your window of opportunity is smaller because you can only turn so far to the right. That's kind of the. I mean, I mean you I obviously you am... can turn your whole body, but.
2: Yeah, right. I mean, I'm just stand, standing up. I'm not in a right. layout blind right. or anything. But those those left to right shots can get a guy, a right-handed shooter. Where I had a, I had a bunch of normal shooting, good shooting. And then I had a bunch of them like, ooh! <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> oh, and you know what? Did you listen to my solo podcast? How I was talking about how good you shoot when you're hunting solo? Yeah. Okay, so I was shooting good and everything today. And then Phil Schmidt calls me. And... Uh, I was talking to Phil, and, like, I was like, oop, hold on, got a pair coming in. So I let them, like, they're just hovering like balloons over the spinners, and I was like, bow, boom, bow, 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 and I can just hear Phil laughing, and I literally did not cut a feather off of any of these things, and I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm nervous because we're on the fucking phone together, like, I've got the jitters, like, Uh, I was like, I just did a podcast about how good you shoot solo, and I feel like I'm not solo now that we're just sitting here bullshitting.
1: Yeah, so now I gotta go. Bye. (laughs) Dude,
2: then I had a single bomb in, and I was like, here's my vengeance time. Bang. I shot it. It fell down. It started walking around. I was gonna go break its neck. It got up and flew away.
1: Holy fuck. I was
2: like, yes. And then another single came in. Me and Phil are talking this whole time. Another single comes in. So this is over like a course of like six, seven, eight minutes or something. It comes in. Bang. I shoot it. Falls down. I go, that thing also looks healthy. And uh got up and flew away too. Jeez. That one I just I just cut like one flight feather off, and I'm pretty sure otherwise it was healthy. And I was like, you know what, Phil? Conversation over. I gotta focus on this pigeon hunt. <laughs> like I just had I just I just missed four pigeons. Like I had a pair, a single, a single, and I have zero birds sitting here now. Like goodbye. And as soon as I hung up, uh I had this pure white pigeon come over the field and he wasn't really doing it wasn't really doing it and uh all of a sudden a three pack came out of nowhere and then he starts following the three pack and i was like yes this and this uh this pure white one was just obviously bigger than any of those three so thinking band right like you got this big giant beautiful pure white pigeon and i'm like god i missed the last four pigeons in a row come up on him bam shot him hit him Took, took down one of his buddies, too. No band.
0: Ah, oh, that's bullshit.
2: I had another one today, too, where the nubbins on it were as big as could be. This thing looked just like a racing pigeon. I just center punched it, just crunched it at, like, 15 yards. Both of his legs were just shattered. I actually spent some time... Looking around in the wheat stubble for a band because I was like, to I was like that one for sure." Looks like a razor. Like I was like, "I bet I shot it off because both legs are just shattered."
1: Damn. How about you? You been using the old firearm? No, nope, I haven't. Uh, I haven't had the smell of gunpowder and uh, since uh, snow goose season. So it's, I'm getting I'm jonesing between you posting and 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 Joe posting pigeon hunts and then. Phil posts a big giant hunt from way back when. I was like, okay. It's I need to. Maybe I maybe I should do that tomorrow. I should drive around and see what I can find. Get on a pigeon field up here. <laughs> you should. Absolutely. About time to start knocking the cobwebs off. Game farms right or uh game fair's right around the corner. Yes it is. Did
2: you um did you see me trying to sell pigeon hunts on Minnesota Waterfowler on Facebook? <laughs> no. <laughs> how'd that go oh man as you would expect there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of like all right if you're a confused and angry person where are you going to be you're going right. to be on facebook <laughs> right oh my god i want to go look and uh, there was a there was a <laughs> lot of confused and angry people like that i was selling pigeon hunts on minnesota Waterfaller. I was actually kind of happy I posted it in there. I didn't book anybody from there, but it was entertaining. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really kind of want to look that up now. <laughs> look it up? It's just,
2: nah, it's a bunch of like people like $125 just to shoot pigeons. Why don't you just drive around and scout them yourself? Anybody will let you shoot them.
1: That's so dumb.
2: Or uh, some guy said... I paid $125 for a deer lease for one season, and I ain't going to pay that to go pigeon hunting. And Joe, I was talking to Joe about that. God, he made me crack up. He was talking about, like, um, how much bullshit it was and, like, basically how it reminds him of, like, people going... $4 Four dollars for a bushlight at a fucking bar? Why the fuck would I do that? I can drink bushlight in my garage for fifty cents. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. There's always those
1: people. I remember, like, I posted, oh, this, I was selling my truck. I can't remember what the hell I was doing. Um, I put something on there, and it was the same thing. Like, the only people that commented were people that had no interest in actually buying it. They're just like. That's a ridiculous price for a blah, blah blah blah. I bought my truck last year, so you're not really in the market then for a truck. Why are you commenting? Right. What, right. what, is, what does it even matter to you if I'm way overcharging? You're you're not you're not buying. Like, right. What's, just. What? It's yeah. so 65 comments. Oh my god! <laughs>
2: Did you find it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just scrolling. Farmer, please
1: go kill them all you cool mind if i bring a couple of friends farmer please kill them all proceeds to sell tickets to exploit the landowner and ruin hunting landowner relationships for the next guy maybe i'm wrong hopefully i'm wrong unfortunately this is the situation that happens too often what are you talking about
2: did you see my comment <clears throat>
1: yeah you are wrong
2: my reply you are wrong
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first or last time enjoy the shoot <laughs> i mean fair enough <laughs> Came back with a decent reply, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of up to you if you're, you know, I, I guess I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you seem like somebody that would be upfront with the landowner. Yes. So if they don't care that you're making a dollar on it or you share some of it with them or whatever, they're not going to care. But I have ran into where you don't tell somebody you're making money off their property. They find out somehow through the find and they do get pissed. Oh, sure, sure.
2: Yeah. Actually, I, I've had that a couple times, uh, just asking for permission to hunt, and they asked me if I was a guide, and I was like, no, no, not a guide. It just, and I wasn't guiding or doing any guiding at that time. And they're like, yeah, we had a guy come in here, and then next thing you know, he's in at the bar telling everybody how much money he made off our property. Like, well, that's rude. <laughs> that's a rude Bank. thing for somebody to do.
1: Paying for pigeon hunting, let alone one twenty five. Farmers I've met usually pay you to help take care of them. That is a bold faced lie, sir. I have never heard of any farmer paying somebody to kill their pigeons.
2: <laughs> I have. Are you serious? Yes, I have. No, I've oh never been God. paid. I've never, that has never happened to me, but I have heard of it, but typically not for somebody like shotgunning in a pasture or something like that. It's typically for like somebody doing a lot of trapping or, um, like indoor at night pellet gunning
1: weird hustle, but okay. Have these people not heard of this before? Like, that's what I was thinking. Way too, the, the fuck I was, back like. in, in, um, the Minnesota water forum, you mm-hmm. know, people were selling pigeon hunts
2: right yeah i I, I was kind of surprised like new no not new at all no it's not a new thing to do that's why i was like it's weird how much like pushback and like uh confusion i'm getting on this post (laughs) i just (laughs) in my world in my world like in nick johnson's world it's like very normal to take the time out of your life and go scouting and spend the money on gas and um, le- a day dailies and then try to sell it. It's going to be a like lot of it's a hunting experience and people even some people that I talk to that are you know familiar with the guide world are like man people pay 125 for pigeons I'm like people pay $400 for four mallards. Yeah, no shit. I'm not I'm not selling dead pigeons, I'm selling a hunting experience. It's just... uh, It goes on and on and
1: on. We should talk about
2: some waterfowl stuff, though. I just
1: like that you actually engage in it. Like, you're welcoming the shit show. It's beautiful.
2: Kind of, I guess. I mean, you're not insulting my wife, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like even if you were, you would just roll with the punches. But, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, Um, we are in August, and that means uh 1 month from Saturday in Minnesota you'll be able to shoot greater canada geese and 1 month
2: from yesterday you will be in like most of the country like September 1st is when a lot of places open right and then August 15th um is North Dakota's opener I'll be out there
1: for that Oh you're going to do the North Dakota deal
2: I'm doing North Dakota we're doing Friday Saturday Sunday at Game Fair and then I'm taking uh, me and Zach Rutledge, who is the uh, media guy for Pacific Calls. We will be headed out to uh, North Dakota on Sunday night because Very Monday cool. is the 15th. And we'll be out there hunting on Monday the 15th, Tuesday the 16th, Wednesday the 17th, maybe Thursday morning, but we're definitely booking it back Thursday because we've got to be back at
1: Game Fair on Friday. 105 degrees. Hunt from six thirty to six fifty. Call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So uh, I don't know. It's been a few years since I've been out to North Dakota in August season. It's I've had fun doing it before. Not typically. Um, <laughs> not typically.
1: You're really s- typ- you're, you're really selling this hunt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not typically. I have
2: not. It's not typically fun. But one thing is, I it's going to be some of my only fun hunting, you could say, that I'm going to be doing until November. So I am going to try to soak it in because I'll, I'll be guiding all of September and all of October. Right. And even when I get back in November, I don't know how much fun hunting I'm going to be doing. I'll probably be hunting, doing a lot of uh, guiding, even when I get home.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah, because you're heading up to Canada, right?
2: Yep, yep. I'm leaving for Canada on the 27th, so... um, I mean, basically, I feel like my summer is over right now. Like, I got, I'm doing some pigeon hunts, and uh, then I'm, I'm gonna drive to Michigan this weekend. I'm gonna go compete in the Great Lakes Regional Duck Calling Contest. So, if anybody is in uh, Bay City, Michigan for the Saginaw Waterfowl Festival, swing by the uh, Real Geese Decoys booth. I'm gonna be in there hanging out with my buddy Adam Smith and uh, tuning goose calls and shooting the shit and maybe playing some bags getting obnoxiously drunk (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm not i'm not gonna be drinking in fact i think my wife and jack mihoff is coming with too is that right yep the mini schnauzer and the and the wife have you trained that thing to retrieve pigeons yet no, no, man. Why not? Like you throw a you throw a ball for that thing, and it runs after it. Right, picks it up, and then runs away from you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it doesn't retrieve; it does chase.
1: You watch. You I was looking up
2: online it. about. I was getting. I was like reading some information about Mini Schnauzers, and they say that they were uh, ratting dogs.
1: Mm, probably, they got that tenacity. They got that little attitude. Right.
2: They like to like chase down small rodents. Like, have you seen ratting videos on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, they're pretty vicious. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so, I guess if you're listening and you've never looked up rat, like a dog rat hunting video, typically it's like these guys on like a dairy or on a farm of some kind, like digging in the dirt with a pitchfork, right? Mm-hmm. And then they lift up like piles of this dirt with the pitchfork, and these rats scatter everywhere. Meanwhile, the dogs come in and just rip the rats to fucking shreds. Yeah. They mercilessly instantly oh,
1: they
0: lose and their the rats mind, make too. a
2: and the rats make a terrible
1: noise yeah that's pretty it's pretty radical it's just yeah. chaos somewhat similar to when i was a kid i'd visit my uh cousins that lived uh, near sock center and we play a fun game where you'd you know you go into like the grain shed and they had these five gallon buckets there's always you know a couple remnants Grain, corn, or wheat, or whatever it's in there. Well, mice would get in there, and couldn't hop out of the five-gallon bucket. So I'm like, oh, there's three, there's three mice in there. We need to go grab three cats. <laughs> grab three cats, and we literally like throw them in the bucket too. And they, believe it or not, like get the mice. Like they see it coming. It's like these tra- these cats are almost trained, and they're just like, oh, here we go, and you throw them in there, and it's just a whirlwind of fur, and oh, there goes one cat with a mouse in his mouth, there goes the second one, and then, you know, third one. You could place bets if you wanted to. We never did, though. Kind of feel like we squandered, oh, yeah? Yeah, squandered an like opportunity some, there.
2: Sounds like some psycho shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's farm kid shit. <laughs> that's all that is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't even... I don't even like to remember what I did with frogs and bottle rockets when oh, I was a yeah. child. BB guns, bottle <laughs> rockets. Yeah. Dude, I would Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this will be this will be the extra content. The premium content people have to pay for. <laughs> you, want, you want the the incriminating yeah. stories? Subscribe now for 4.99.
2: <laughs> the incriminating stuff. <laughs>
1: Well, what else uh, you got in the barrel here? Um dude, doing calling
2: contests, got game fair coming up. If uh I just uh, I just got an email from Buck Gardner Calls. They are shipping out my order for um the Game Fair Youth Calling Clinics. Oh, I was like,
1: What? Okay, that makes sense. Okay,
2: I gotcha. So uh this year we're gonna have duck calls for every kid. And I have maybe like forty or fifty goose calls, which isn't gonna be enough. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with those, because I asked uh, Game Fair to spring for all of the duck and goose calls this year, because I sprang for them last year,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I pro- I shouldn't have to do that as a seminar speaker at True. your event. True. But I just wanted it to go well, you know. I wanted mm-hmm. to. I just want. I wanted to invest in it myself, just to make sure that, you know. It was a successful thing. Anyways, uh, they said they would spring for duck calls. So, we are going to at least have a free duck call for every kid that comes through Game Fair this year and uh, comes to my seminars. I don't know if I don't have a schedule yet for it, but last year it was every day at 11 a.m. So, if you got a kid um, that wants a free duck call and you feel like being uh, horrifically annoyed by this duck call that you regrettably gave your kid, Swing on down.
1: <laughs> free duck call to all kids and a free goose call for kids with hot moms. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I was thinking about like uh
1: Just a free goose call
2: to a free goose call to any kid that later stops by the Pacific Calls booth and... Their parents buy a Nick Johnson signature series there goose call. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's something. Then the kid gets the free goose call. I right. don't know. Got to think of something, right?
1: Yeah, right, right, right. I could. Yeah, I don't know what you could possibly do there. I'm sure you'll think of something. You're a you're a smart feller.
2: Oh man, I wish. It sucks being dumb. <laughs> that's, that's <painful laughs> makes everything sometimes. so fucking difficult, right? All <laughs> right. Um, but that that's about it, dude. I'm just uh, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up for hunting. I've been hunting a bunch. Uh, I mean it's it's upon us. Here we go. Jump in the time machine. Let's uh let's wake up in April, or in my case, I'll be waking up in May, coming home from Canada again. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be awesome.
1: I mean, it's I gonna be in, really um, awesome. I was on the lake today, and there's quite a few family groups of geese flying around. So. It's uh it's time, and you've got me thinking about doing instead of setting up. I kind of almost want to do this at least, one potential molt day is set up on water just for shits and giggles.
2: You'll do okay. I've done all right on water. I've done, I've done good on water hunting molts.
1: How do you? Think it, I assume you think the visibility would be decent, right? Or is? I mean, it's hard to say. What does it look like when they're flying up there? How well can they see those decoys? Dude, they can see them good you would think yeah and uh if you
2: dude my, my buddy jeff houston does some does a all of his migrator hunts basically on water running like anywhere from 50 to 100 bigfoot floaters he crushes
1: i don't have that many floaters
2: <laughs> that's a lot <laughs>
1: i'm not putting how 100 many f- floaters on <laughs> how many floaters do you got uh i don't know i got a fair amount i probably got Know, a couple dozen, two and a half dozen, something, two, two dozen, Dude, two and a half dozen.
2: That's f- fucking plenty. On my end, you're gonna hear it, an applause for no reason. I it, accidentally hit a button.
1: Sweet. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't hear it. Am <laughs> But maybe when you send me your uh, your track, it'll come through the recording. That'll yeah, it great. definitely, it definitely I feel like it was, will. Yeah, like there's sound good effects timing. On Did this. it come in right after I said I had two dozen?
2: I have no idea because it scared the fuck out of me in my headphones. <laughs> my screen just went black on my computer, so I tapped it and I accidentally hit the applause button. I was like, "Ah!"
1: I mean, if I did it right and did it with the, uh, in conjunction with the teal season, then you know,
2: there make, was uh, a worth my while some... to be on the water. Fuck, I wish I could remember what Facebook page this is on, but there was some... Actually, I bet I can look it up right now. The Cohen Wildlife Lab. Check that out. Uh, They've got a website, cohenwildlifelab.com. I don't know if I'll be able to find the uh, exact study here, but uh, somebody sent me... uh, Oh, yeah, here. What times are ducks flying during hunting season? Our how you, data sh-
1: How do you spell Cohen?
2: Cohen is spelled C O H E N. Wildlife Lab. I I don't know all of the details on this. Uh, I it actually just I just uh, thought of it now. Somebody shared this with me, and uh, here's their post from July 18th. What time are ducks flying during hunting season? Our data shows mallards move most at dawn and dusk although they were twice as likely to fly at dusk compared to dawn. Most folks think ducks turn nocturnal once the guns go off, but our mallards fly least at night. Only 6% of flights were at night, and about half our ducks made nighttime flights on any given day. And about half our ducks made nighttime flights, whatever that means. Our birds did reduce daytime flights during hunting season, which makes sense, but they did not increase night flights as a result. Instead, they increased evening flights.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm. 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 Which is interesting because, like, uh, I think that guy uh, out of California, what's his name? He's got some interesting GPS transmitter studies about ducks feeding at night where he did get a lot of duck activity feeding at night in California. Um, but that was on pintails, not mallards. Hmm. I believe, and this is, uh, I believe this is in Tennessee. But uh, if you guys want to check that out, they got a link to that study. No, they don't. They just have a post about it. Um, maybe they do have it on their website. But they do have a bunch of GPS tracking stuff on here, too, showing a hen mallard nesting in uh, in ditches in South Dakota and North Dakota. Super cool stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a cool site. I'm going to have to stumble around in there for a little bit. That's pretty neat.
2: Yeah. Check out the Cohen Wildlife Lab.
1: Do they have any stories mm-hmm. in here about uh, mallard homosexual necrophilia rape?
2: no dude you sent me that and i posted that i posted that on my snapchat um okay so dale texts me he's like this is right up your alley and it's uh, a youtube video called the first documented homosexual necrophilia in mallards and and i watched the first like three minutes of this dale i didn't i didn't finish it um but i noticed something hilarious and uh, several other people noticed the exact same fucking thing. It was probably like two minutes in when the guy was talking. This guy says he sees a duck having sex with another male dead duck. So here we here's the homosexual necrophilia part, right? And then he goes, after watching this for 75 minutes, I decided I had enough. <laughs> and I was like, oh 75 minutes? <laughs> and like... Several other people messaged me that, like, 75 minutes, Oh, huh? That's a long – that's a good watch right there. That is a good, long watch.
1: At some point, though, there's probably a tipping point where you're like, well, now I have to just keep watching. I just, like, I got to see how long this is going to go. This is, like, I just crazy. can't
2: stop. I just um, can't stop watching this.
1: I ran out of Lubriderm. I don't know what else to do. Um, but, he, I mean, he was a scientist. So, I mean, that that – he does – kind of get off the hook there. Ooh, that was a poor choice of words. Um <laughs> I do cut him some slack for for that part of the weirdness. Um the other thing is cool if you watch the whole video is that so he he won an award for this like study or research. But it's yeah, like that was, the Nobel oh, so whatever you, whatever it's like a
2: So you did watch all of it?
1: Yeah, it is like a it's a legit award, but also it's like tongue in cheek because it's like scientific stuff that also like makes you laugh so it's it was it's pretty funny.
2: okay 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 i just couldn't get over the whole (laughs) (laughs) weirdness of it dude
1: that was (laughs) hilarious how deadpan he said it too like he did (laughs) after 75
2: 75 minutes of watching this
1: when I so what is- so in full disclosure, I heard about that story on the Meat Eater podcast, and I immediately looked it up. And then I was like, "Oh, I have to send this to, <laughs> I have to send this to Nick. He's this, is, this sounds like an odd story that he would glob onto," in which case your response is, "This hits too close to home," which I thought was pretty funny.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. That, yeah. That was what I posted. Yeah. Um,
1: so what podcast did you hear that on? Meat Eater.
2: Okay, they just have one podcast and it's called Meat Eater. I've never really listened to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have. Well, yeah, they just have the. It's Meat Eater podcast. And of course, well, now they have a new segment, which I really like. It's a trivia game that comes out every Wednesday. That's fun. But, uh, yeah, they just did a little news blip about it. I list, it was funny. I
2: listened to a pretty good Duck Nerd um, podcast today. It was. Uh, it's always Duck Season Somewhere with Ramsey Russell. Hmm. And uh, he had. Uh, Delta Waterfall, Delta Waterfall chief scientist Chris Nikolai, on, and they were talking all about bands. And Chris Nikolai, if you guys have never listened to him on a podcast, he's very, 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 very great uh, resource about learning about bands and cool bands. He's been at it for a very, very long time. Um, last year, when I was uh, at the Wisconsin Waterfall Expo, he was a featured speaker. And he had like some cool GPS stuff with, and I was working the booth, and I couldn't make it, so I sent him a Facebook message, and I was like, "Hey, can you stop by the Pacific calls booth?" and uh he did like he came over and he's like, "Hey, uh, I got a message to stop by this booth, and I was like, "Dack Chris Nikolai, what up like I was like, a, you know, I'm like a fan, fan. <laughs> I'm a fanboy of Chris Nikolai, you know, so he was really, really weirded out by me and <laughs> so if i but i'm a big fan of chris Nikolai. that's a good podcast if you uh you know are bored with this one go check that one out
1: oh, I'll actually we'll go check that one out
2: so definitely that do a that
1: good, good future guest perhaps um he so will probably have...
2: will never talk to me again i have <laughs> well I'll do... <laughs> I'll do the interview um i won't tell him you're part of
1: it uh... yeah good <laughs> I have been in contact with Steve Court again, um, so hopefully we can get something lined up here in August to get him on the show again to kind of give us a preview of the upcoming Waterfall season. Oh, great. Let's find out
2: when he's retiring. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Rude. I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not a Steve Court's <laughs> hater guy like the internet is.
1: The internet just hates the DNR. Like the, the yeah, do-nothing-right, yeah. Do you know, that whole deal.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's Facebook. Everybody hates everything, especially Chris or not Chris, Steve Kortz and people selling pigeon hunts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna try to convince Steve to start selling pigeon hunts and then posting it on. That would be. <laughs> yeah. It might eliminate some of the riffraff of as their heads collectively explode across right. the internet. What? But no, last time we talked, you know, he had. We had talked about maybe a, a swan hunt in the future, so that hasn't happened yet. Expanding the crane, uh, what would you call, area. That hasn't happened yet. So, mm-hmm. And I do want to pick his brain about kind of on the DNR's end what they thought about last year's um, regulations with the...
2: Teal season and the... Uh, yep,
1: yeah, teal season, the earlier closing date of... The southern part of the state and just kind of feel that all out and see you know see what he's got yeah that, that, that
2: would be good that would be good i'd be interested to listen to that one too
1: yeah that one could be that one could be interesting i I thought he did a good job the last time around I, when he was on oh this. yeah
2: absolutely yeah he did yeah. he did a great job
1: i thought so humanize him a little bit so it's a little harder to hate him i mean it's not i, I actually don't have a Never did have a problem with him. Like I like, can, like he's only one person working within the DNR. He's not like the only guy. <laughs> right, 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 not, right, right. Whatever you don't like is not all his fault. He's just one of many voices. Plus, as we all know, with the DNR, their hands are tied most a lot of times with legislature. There's only so much that they can do, and then it's up to terrible politicians to make these decisions. Absolutely. That no one. Well, dude. Um. Actual hunting.
2: I'm uh, I'm about ready to kick her down and uh, take a cold shower and go to bed.
1: Yeah, I have that effect. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it was good to uh, do a, uh, another two-person one. That was yeah, dude. Been...
2: Let's uh let's take a minute and thank our sponsors. All right, that part's over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pacific calls uh,
2: the Goose hey, Tech guys, come app. The Goose Tech app. If you haven't got it by now, you should still get it. You should definitely still get it and get working on your goose call because goose call goose season is right around the corner. The Goose Tech app is a fantastic um, teaching instructional goose calling smartphone application. You can listen to all my instructions. You can record yourself and play it back. Uh, it's a good resource to help you learn how to duck and or not duck call. Goose call. Going to work on the Duck Tech app, though, soon.
1: And uh, wow. come and check out... Nick A. Johnson Pigeon Palooza Outfitters.
2: Yeah. Actually, here's <laughs> a funny funny story before we go, right? So, uh, I have to get my guide license to be a guide, right, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, I mailed this thing out two Wednesdays ago. And uh, it was last thursday so like five days ago so it had been gone in the mail for like eight days and i'm starting to get kind of antsy and uh i called the dnr and uh they're like dnr what's up and i was like hey um my name's nick johnson i i uh i mailed out an application for a guide license last week and i was just wondering if you guys got it and they're like yeah hold on they came back they're like uh yeah we got it right here i was like okay uh can I get that? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> uh, to like, oh, uh, yeah, here. Uh, you didn't put a business name on here. And I said, well, I don't have a business name yet because I'm not a guide yet because I don't have a license. Um, and I uh, it said if applicable. So it's not applicable. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thus, the application <laughs> for it to be applicable. Right.
2: And uh, he was like, ah, well, we need one. I was like, uh like right now? He's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right now. I was like, uh, uh uh, so uh right now my business name is officially Nick Johnson Hunts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's Nick as Johnson. Good as
1: any.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I've been trying to think of a cool name like St. Croix Valley Outfitters <laughs> or something, you know, like something like that. Gonna, and then I'm like they, they asked him. They're just like, give us a name right now. I was like, I, 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 Nick Johnson hunts. And he even asked me, like, you want it to be called Nick Johnson hunts? I was like, <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> so I uh, so then yes? on Thursday on Thursday I got my guide license issued to me and I paid for it. And that's when I went out scouting for my hunts and everything. But yeah, it says on my guide license, Nick Johnson hunts.
1: That's funny anyways. I'm, I'm, gonna, uh, see a, I'm um, gonna see a sign it just says Nick Johnson hunts, and I'm just gonna walk by and go, Yeah, he does
2: yeah he does he sure does sure does thanks for Nick the, yeah. Johnson hunts okay we didn't know that okay. yeah cool I guess Nick Johnson likes hunting fucking guy likes hunting I don't know so um that's great come, che- come uh, bring your kids to game fair come get a free duck and possibly a goose call if uh, your kids got a hot mom <laughs> <laughs> and um come say hi at the uh, Pacific Calls booth get your calls tuned um yeah Cool, Tis man. the season, fellas. Let's uh, let's all start rejoicing and, and getting ready. Get those decoys cleaned out. Get those mouse nests out of the blinds. Get those old chew bottles out of there. Ooh. It's time to get rolling. Yes, all right. sir. All well, right. Have a good one, Dale. Next Check week, for later. Bye. Bye.